0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, May 15th, 2022. The talk, part four. Good morning, Connection Church. My name's Carlton Parker, and it is my pleasure to be worshiping with all of you today, both here and online. And we're in, in for a treat today, a special approach to a worship today. If you've been around Connection for a while, you know we have had um, experiences that we have called the talk over the past couple of years that started um, as a result and uh, as a reaction to the George Floyd incident. And so we wanted to provide opportunity and, and chance and time to kind of talk to one another because we find those bridges that we need to build begin with conversation when we learn from each other, when we pray together and get a chance to be together. And we're going to provide that opportunity today. This is the talk number four. And uh, I, I'll say, after being, going through this once, you're, you're in for a treat, a real blessing this morning. You know, our mission statement here at Connection Church is to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. And, and that is supported by a foundation of, of core principles core values and one of those core values is the importance of people and connecting people to one another and connecting people to Jesus that's also supported by our bedrock beliefs you know the bedrock is the foundation of the entire structure so if that bedrock is not in place that bedrock is not in place the structure will fall and along with those bedrock beliefs We have a list of things that we need to do as Christians and as members of Connection Community Church. And one of those things on that to-do list is based on um, the passage from uh, the book of Mark in the New Testament, chapter 12, verses 30 and 31, which I'll share with you right now. That says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second of the commandments is this, to love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than this. And we're going to do some loving today. <clears throat> you know, when I was growing up, um, and mom can tell you this, if you give her a chance, she'll, she'll tell you some of the stories. We were told, I was told specifically, there are particular things that you don't do. So when we went in the store, we went shopping, my sister and I, we'd go and I'd always run to the toy aisle. And every time I ran to the toy, the first thing she would say was, don't touch nothing. <laughs> Keep your hands in your pocket, don't touch a thing. And that was a part of the talk that I learned when I was young. Or if we'd be out in public, you know, we might get dressed up to go to church or visit someone. And one of the parts of the talk that we learned at that point in time was act like you know and don't embarrass us. Have you heard that before, huh? Mm-hmm. Ms. Edna, have you heard that before? Yeah. I know it. <laughs> but nowadays, we have to take the talk a little bit further. You know, there, there are some families that have the conversation with, with their children, particularly their, their black males nowadays. And when you're out and about, and if you get stopped by police or if you're confronted by law enforcement, there are particular things that you say and do and particular things that you don't say and do. Because in this day and age, your life depends on it. And that's hard. That's very hard. So let's take some time today to learn from one another, to build a bridge. I have some friends here on stage, which I will give them an opportunity to to introduce themselves in just a moment. And I'm going to have some questions, and we're going to take some time to learn more about what God has for us and what God has done for them. Who wants to go first? Terry? Share with us, your, your as we mentioned, your English name. And my Indian name. Indian
1: name and your tribe, if you would, please. Well, my name is Terry Wayne Salmons. I'm a Lenape Indian, and my tribe is New Jersey, and my Indian given name is Dream Wanderer.
2: Good morning, I'm Mary Ann Sammons, <clears throat> excuse me, and my Indian name is Angel Feather.
3: My name is Timothy Snyder, and I'm Cherokee Indian, and my Indian name is Standing Elk.
4: Good morning. My name is Crystal Snyder, and I don't have an Indian name.
0: (laughs) But you're here with us, and we love you just the same, right? (laughs) I wonder if you would take a moment and share some of the things that you brought with you today, if you want just for a quick moment. I know this is this is beautiful uh, wear, and if you would share some of the things you have, your stole, uh, talk about that for just a moment, please.
2: Well, first of all, it's called regalia. Uh, this is what the Lenape woman wore in the uh, top. My sister-in-law gifted me this skirt, and you always had a shawl for respect. Uh, my husband. Beaded had made me this Native American bag. He did all the work himself. And uh, very honored and blessed to be with the Native Americans.
1: Uh, my regalia I made and had some friends help me uh, in some of the design because uh, I don't sew. I cannot sell so I had some friends do the sewing for me but everything on here represents something to our people it's not something we don't go out and just hunt and, and kill things and not use it for a purpose everything we have on from the moccasins on up to my shirt it's used for a purpose and that's where our people were.
0: Timmy Crystal, you don't want to add anything to that? Wonderful. Okay, thank you, thank you. Let's let's start with uh, the first question. Terry, could you um, share with us what your life was like growing up? Uh, maybe a couple stories from school um, as as an American Indian.
1: Well, when I went to school, I started out uh, in my hometown and. Uh, That was Cheswell. I was at an all-Indian school, and you went to the first grade to the eighth grade. From there, we thought we were gonna be going to families and whatever, but uh, the state came up with a law that everything around would be segregated, which our people didn't know that much about, but we soon found out. We were bused to Dover High School and my first event at Dover High School, first of all, I could not even ride on the bus in front. The kids all pushed me to the back. And the reason was, we weren't wanted. We were Native Americans and they, they just did not like us. We weren't like them. So I got in school and went to my locker and I bent over my locker to get out some books and stuff to start my first class there because I was scared to death. I didn't know this place. I didn't know these people because I'd always been around my own people. And when I bent over, I got punched squarely in the middle of my back till I dropped to my knees. And the reason they said was, you don't belong here. You don't go to our school. You're not white. And this took a toll on me all through my high school years. And when I played sports, I had another cousin that played sports with me and we got into fights because they didn't want us. They didn't want us on the teams. We looked poor to them and we looked bad and we weren't white.
0: Tim would you mind sharing some of your experiences being raised by your grandmother specifically with the the term we talked about the white way Thomas tell us about that (laughs) Yeah.
3: well uh, when I was younger I grew up with my grandmother in West Virginia and we still done things the Indian way but she taught us to do things the white way, the way everybody else was doing them because the Indians weren't wanted. She, I don't know how to explain it really, she just made made us do everything the white way.
0: So in a sense, the white way for you is much like the talk for me. There are ways that things are expected for you to do certain ways, even though it may be against your beliefs, against who you are, but there are ways that you are expected to do certain things. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what I I'd thought and heard. And Terry, I know that you spent some time in, in the military fighting for our country and uh, work your way through the ranks with some adversity. How about you share some information about that?
1: Well, I got drafted back in 67 when just as I got out of high school and I was sent to uh, Dover to get on the bus to go up to Philadelphia at the induction center. And when I got on the bus, the first thing them guys hollered out was, go in the back, you don't sit up here with us And I said, well, why? I said, I'm um, going up the same place you are to get inducted. They said, we don't want you here. That's what I heard all the way up. And then I forgot to say, like I did this morning, we got food stuff at, they throwed gum back at me. And the bus driver never said one word. He just let it happen. And then I went through my training with the 82nd Airborne, and I went over to uh, Vietnam. And Vietnam ended up being the same identical way. I had, we had the blacks there. We had the whites there. And we had some guys from Korea, even in that area. And out of all those, I got picked on. Mm-hmm. Like my brother Tim over here said earlier today, they would always tease me about going to build a fire, going to smoke single swords. Mm-hmm. You going to play the drum and go woo, 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 and all this. And finally, it, it really got to me, and I became a loner. Something you don't do. When you were in Vietnam, you always depended on your buddy. Mm -hmm. But I had no buddy but one. And then I went on from there and came back home.
0: Tim, can you give us one example of something that you may have done the Native American way and or the white way, or something that we could compare the two? Uh,
3: Well, like. I don't know. Just being raised the white way is was at that time the right way, mm-hmm. but it was still the white way. It wasn't my way, and uh, a lot of people would look at you different, like you didn't belong in this world, or. You just didn't belong around them. And they would say things about you, like uh, are you sending up smoke signals or are you shooting flaming arrows or something like that. You know, just to pick on the white was picking on the Indian. That's all it was. Yeah. But at the same time, my grandmother told me and she was a very wide woman. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. And we always see everybody at one. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I talk to Crystal and Marianne for just a moment? Crystal, Marianne? you have had the opportunity to, to marry into Native American lives, and how has that changed for you, or what have your experience has been?
4: Well, for me, I would say... Um, it was actually before we got married. Timmy and I were together about 13 years because he wanted the Indian wedding, and I wasn't any knowledge of it, and I, didn't, I wanted a church wedding. He wanted the outside, so... I guess eventually I got him committed to saying, going inside of a church. Actually, I attended church a long time before he even attended with me because his belief is a church is outside with no doors. They're in a circle, they have the peace pipe, and I wasn't sure of that way. So the white way, I wanted a church inside. Eventually I got him to admit and we got married. (laughs) <laughs> now I want to Indian wedding after. Oh,
0: you still want to do that, huh? Yeah. yeah.
4: They're willing to help.
0: Oh, good. Okay. That, yeah. That'll be beautiful. I'm sure it'll be a wonderful ceremony celebration. You'll, you'll be okay.
4: It'll be okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I trust you.
2: Well, Terry and I uh, got married the Native American way the first time. And he said, since you're English and white, he said, I promise you down the road we will do it again which we did, and Alan and Carrie came up to our church in Cheswell, the Emanuel United Methodist Church, and remarried us. Um, I was accepted quite well with the Native Americans. It's been a wonderful experience. I've met a lot of beautiful people and friends. Uh, It's been a blessing, and I'm very proud and honored. I can dance with my husband for almost 30 years in the circle. Mm. The women dance on the outside, if you've ever been to a powwow, because they have the keener hearing and the men are on the inside. But it's, it's been a blessing, and it's been a ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's been a good ride, hasn't it? Good. Uh, next question then, for, back to Tim and Terry. Talk about your, your, your faith in Jesus and how that connects to your traditions, your Native American traditions.
1: Well, we have a, in our belief, in the Lenape way, It's a 12-step movement to the Creator. And the Creator sees all things. And we do a stepping stone in our lives every year that enhances us more to getting closer to Him. And I found out it's the same way in the Bible when I read it. And I said, wow, we're not different. Mm -hmm. Just basically about the same. But when my people were first here, uh, we didn't know about Jesus. There was no no way of knowing Mm -hmm. until the first white man came. And then he brought along with him missionaries and then they tried to convert us over to the white way and we kind of didn't like that, but we learned. And some of our people became Christians, some still don't, but it's all the same and, that's what I, and my hopes is what I can let you all know today that there is no difference. We pray to the creator, we send smoke up to the creator, and as Tim said earlier, that when the eagle comes around, you know that he's hearing us, because he is the closest that will, of any animal that will get to the creator.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel that being here at this church, I have been accepted and was accepted when I first came here, a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And this has helped me more on my journey back to my religious way of uh, living because my mother would grab me by the back of the neck and say, you're going to church. And I would say, no, I'm going out with my friends, my Indian friends, and we've got things we're gonna do. Oh no, you're not. So I, I went to church every day. But then I had to, you know, like everybody growing up, mm-hmm. I got that urge that I want to go my way on my way. And it was hard because everybody in my tribe that I found out later were all Christians. They were in the Christians. Wow, Church, even in New Jersey. Down in Millsboro and Pennsylvania, all of them are members of a church. Amazing. And that a lot of people don't know because we don't go there with this on. Yeah. It's our regalia. You don't go there with that. You go there with what, in my way, what your parents would make you wear. And if you didn't do it, you got this behind the head. <laughs> so. <laughs> you had to do it that way and i to me it's gotten me closer with my creator by being here with friends and the singing that we love and as my wife will tell you i love singing i always have and i was in a band at one time so okay. this brought me
0: even closer wonderful tim talk about your faith There was an applause right there. That was nice right there. Okay. (laughs) That's good.
3: Well, my faith is my church is outside. There is no door. It's an opening from the east. You go in, you stand in the circle and you pray. Through a pipe, you blow the smoke to the eagle and he will take it to the great creator because he's the closest one there.
0: Mm.
3: Now, my wife got me to come to a church like you folks go to, which had doors. And I I felt really good coming to this church because I could come as I was. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be all dressed up in a suit like I did when I was, I went through regular churches like Christian and Catholic and all of that when I was younger because my grandmother made me go, oh, yeah. the white way.
0: Yeah, there you go, there you go.
3: Or she had that cane; she would hook <laughs> me by my neck and slap me in the head. <laughs> that's how she was. But that's, that was then, and now look at
0: me here. Yeah.
3: I'm with all of you.
0: Have you been able to find forgiveness for some of the adversity that you experienced through your life, through your connection to Jesus and your creator?
3: Yeah, I have. Uh, I feel that my creator forgives me for everything that I do wrong in the right way. But he's still there and he's still my creator. He created everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way as Tim does. The, our people are just simple-minded people like everyone else. And like him, I didn't want to go into a closed building. And I'm, I'm still that way today because I have what they call claustrophobia a little bit. And when that door is closed, I feel like I'm, I've been printed in a prison. And it was an eerie feeling for a long, long time. And i finally gotten over that. And we had the ceremonies, and I became a chaplain. And I've gotten closer. Uh, I'm with a Vietnam veterans group in Dover. And I've learned to help people. That's what it's all about. Our people helping others. There's no stopping because, oh, he's yellow. Oh, he's white. Oh, he's black. No. It's all one. It's all created. And in our circle, and my wife would be atoned to tell you the same thing, we had a circle with all different kinds of people. And that was a circle of life. Mm-hmm. And we asked them to join in. When you're at a powwow, we asked them to join in. And they willfully come, they come by the droves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the circle is so big, they had to get one, two, three circles, all praise and, and praising him. There's only one hymn. There is not two, three, four. Like some people say, what do you, what do, you uh, do with religious still? Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard you all do it to different animals. And I uh, said, really? <laughs> no, we don't do that. There's no Native American and I've been from all the way out in Colorado to Montana. I've been in sweat lodges and none of this. I've never seen any of that done at either one. Mm-hmm. It was always praising the creator and thanking him for what we got and have respect for everything that we got.
0: Amen. Another one there, yes. Today has been an opportunity for us to be aware of a few things, not only people that we know and love, that we can learn and and grow with, but also an opportunity to get ourselves out of the box. You know, it's, it's easy for us to kind of fall into boxes, because nowadays people like placing us in boxes because of our differences, right? Things that they see or things that they feel they know or things that they feel they understand, they place us in this certain box or that certain box. But what we find is that we'll learn much more from those things that we have in common, as opposed to the things that keep us separated. Let's watch this video. Uh, that gets me every time, but I watch it. I can't watch it without being touched in one way or another. I wanna say, love your mama. She's one of those ones that beat cancer. So we think about that every time. Folks, it's time for us to get out of the boxes. Let's start to build some circles. Don't let today be the end. Take today as an encouragement to continue. Find someone to learn something new about. Find someone to sit down and have a conversation with. Find someone to help you find that commonality, because you know that we all have it. We are all developed in the image of God. And if you can't find anything else to share, share that. In just a moment, we're going to gather here and, and close our time with prayer. I'm going to, we're going to ask Terry to, to lead our prayer as a chaplain of his tribe. And whenever these folks pray, they pray in a circle. And we'll invite you today to be a part of that if you feel comfortable. You can make your circle around the family or the folks that you're sitting with. But if you feel comfortable crossing the aisle, giving a fist bump, connecting in one way or another, let's build some circles and give us a chance to pray. At the end of Terry's prayer, you're going to hear him say the word, Aho. Aho. That is the Native American amen. So he will pray. He will say aho, and our job is to respond aho as well. Let's gather in prayer, if you would, please. That's good. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. All right. All right, Terry. i wait one second. Let's have this one friend join us and then we'll begin. All righty. Go right ahead. Yeah.
1: Oh great creator, look down upon us today as we all blessed blessings from you in this circle. Lord, we're all one. We all search for the same thing, being closer to you, feeling within our hearts that we will do what you want us to do. And that is to treat each other as brothers and sisters not as a, a people that should be, oh, you're not here. God, let the people hear in their hearts, in their minds, that we are all equal. Do not put anyone down. Do not, do not be angered so easily as we have been. And I see this today, Lord. I want you to put the blessings upon us, keep us safe, and away from harm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people to Jesus and the new life he offers.